The Lord always sends forth watchmen to warn. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Truth! Pure lawlessness. The borders of floodgate. Woke mobs are burning cities and rioting, and some have no idea why. I have a feeling some are just there because they think it's the in thing to do. Meanwhile, politicians ignore laws on the books, pushing for the great reset. Globalism, communism, they go hand in hand. We'll address what's at our doorstep now. With all this lawlessness, we go to the Bible for God's perspective. Next. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. We control the disease by controlling the information. You can't protect the public by lying to them. It's done every day. Jesus warned, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. They become like gentle sheep, sincere, intelligent, but said in word they're ravening wolves. Upside Down Podcast, coming to you on a Friday, April the 16th, the day after the day politicians celebrate. Well, not this year. They usually celebrate taking money from people because that's what the IRS does, and then they spend it on crazy projects and give it to their buddies. But at least the sun is shining. God's still on the throne. He's in control. This is our fifth podcast, and we continue to open up the Bible to look at God's perspective on, number one, what's going on in the world, but also how, as Christians, we need to be responsible and how we should react when things happen. A lot of this stuff is prophesied about in the Bible, So we need to get into it. Now today, I want to talk to you about something that you may have heard about, but you may not understand, because no one has really been very transparent as to what this thing is. This thing is called the Great Reset, and it is a very nefarious thing that's going on in the world, governments and people in power and people in business and all over, all different sectors are involved in this great reset. And they're using this pandemic, the China virus that was spread all over the globe They're using this as a method to implement this great reset. Now, this great reset, you may want to ask the question, who supports it? Why do they want to do it? What is it? What is the means that they are using to implement it? And how should we respond? 
Well, I've got a couple of quotes here, and I'm not going to go heavy on the quotes. I don't have any sound bites for you today because I have a guest who will be coming in to join us here shortly. But the first name I want you to know, and I want you to remember this name, his name is Klaus Schwab. I like to say it with a hard B like that because he is German, Klaus Schwab. He is the uh, World Economic Forum's founder and executive chairman, and he's made it clear that this Great Reset is very ambitious, and we'll get into what it is, but one of the quotes on this is, from him says, the world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies. From education to social contracts and working conditions. Okay, sounds okay. Working conditions should be good, right? People should have a fair uh, fair shake at things. He goes on. Every country from the United States to China must participate. Hmm, okay, this is sounding a little more scary. And every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism. Okay, here's the question. Why do we need a great reset of capitalism? Well, because these people think capitalism is evil. They don't like it unless it benefits them. And the people who are pushing this are the prime ones who will benefit from it. Everyone beneath will suffer. Now, this sounds really dark, of course, and we're going to get into some more about this. But let me go on. John Kerry, who I like to call Lurch, Yes. John Kerry has this to say about this. He is the um, climate czar or whatever you want to call him. He's just a kind of a, well, he's just kind of a doof. John Kerry, failed presidential candidate, says, and yes, it, the Great Reset, will happen, and I think it will happen with greater speed and with greater intensity than a lot of people might imagine. In effect, the citizens of the United States have just done a great reset. We've done a great reset, and it was a record level of voting. Yeah, right. No, it was not. Maybe for the man, the orange man that they hate. Kerry later argued that the great reset is necessary to slow the climate crisis. Here we go. This is what this is what it's about. And that I know Joe Biden believes it's not enough to rejoin the Paris Climate Accords for the United States. It's not enough for us to just just do the minimum of what Paris requires. Okay, this guy who's on his own private jet because he's more important than us, speeding across the globe, is lecturing us on climate or whatever. I, I, quite frankly, I don't take him seriously at all. Moving on, uh, just a couple points, and then we're going to get to our guest. Our guest today is Tom Richardson, and Tom has a podcast. I encourage you to check it out. 
It's called Removing Confusion. You can find it on Anchor as the main spot, but he's on other platforms too, and I'll let him plug that later. But um, Tom has a lot of good insight. Um, The Great Reset Agenda would have three main components. The first would steer the market toward fairer outcomes. And this sounds great, right? But it's not. It says, to this end, governments should improve coordination, for example, in tax, regulatory, and fiscal policy. This is a globalist idea. They want everyone to comply to one way of doing things. And speaking from a biblical perspective, I think it's just another push to usher in this antichrist system, which is hurtling us toward the return of Jesus, which for those who truly believe and follow him is a good thing. The second component of the Great Reset would... Ensure that investments advance shared goals, such as equality and sustainability. All these buzzwords sound good, but quite frankly, they're not. And I'm going to go on. The third and final priority of a Great Reset Agenda is to harness the innovations of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. To support the public good, especially by addressing health and social challenges. When you hear the fourth industrial revolution, I mean, I can't help but think of, oh, I don't know. There was something back in the 30s called the Third Reich. Maybe this is something like the Fourth Reich? Anyway, all of this is being led by globalists, and yes, this exists. This is not a conspiracy theory. All this stuff is out there on the web. You can find it easily. And let me tell you, It all ties in with what we talked about in the beginning, which is lawlessness. The Islamist agenda is to overthrow and destroy the West, which ties into America bad. America must suffer. Communists have infiltrated all areas of our government. You can see them. They're clear. They have exposed themselves for who they are more than ever. And now they think that they can just run roughshod over everybody because they think no one can stop them. And maybe they're right. And then the last point I have is critical race theory or critical theory as it's called, which is demonizing America, warping the minds of school-aged children to believe that everything that America stands for is bad. And you know what this is an attack on? It's attack on the creator, the one true God, because the people who are pushing this are as far from God as you can possibly imagine. And what they are doing is purposely removing God from society. And what does that do? It leads to extreme lawlessness. And when I, when I talk about lawlessness, you can see it all over. It's going on right now in Minneapolis, the Chauvin trial, another shooting with an officer who shot a, a man at a traffic stop. Just yesterday, I heard that there was a 13-year-old in Chicago with a gun in an alley at 2.30 in the morning 
hanging out with a 21-year-old who had a lot of prior arrests and other issues. Why? Why this lawlessness? So let's get into it. Tom Richardson is joining me here. And Tom, you have written on this topic and discussed it before. So I want to get your thoughts first. Let's talk about this great reset agenda and what we should know about it. What are the key things that we should know that maybe uh, people who are just starting to wake up don't understand? And they're like, what is this great reset? What are you talking about? This sounds like, you know, somebody pushing a red button somewhere and everything starts over. Well, I was sitting here holding my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Almost literally while you're going through your uh, monologue, which was very good. Um, But luckily we had me on mute. Uh, because I, I groaned a few times. Uh, and, you know, it's too bad, but that's just the way it is. Schwab, Klaus Schwab, also made a comment, and I, and I, don't, have, I don't have the direct quote. I have it on a, on a, I have an audio file here that we won't get into. But in that audio file, he actually made some comments like there will be changes in this great reset. And that's the words he uses. And it's, he's talking from the World Economic Forum. He's the leader of it, which is a globalist, just like the, the uh, Trilateral Commission and all the other Bilderbergs and all these other guys, mm-hmm. that uh, there will be a change to individuals, personality, or personally, I'm sorry, personally, chemically, I believe is the word, and I might be a little bit off on that. I'll get back to you. Socially, and when the when the change comes, and and Carrie said it as well. Now I guarantee you that Carrie didn't come up with what he said on it that would happen quickly. I think or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was, is uh, Schwab says it will come like a tsunami, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll just overtake people so quick. I mean that's you can't get a more you know that's a picture. You know you make that picture right. in your brain. Of, of a tsunami. I mean, if you remember here, uh, I don't remember what year it was now that they had the big tsunami in, in uh, where was that? Indonesia? Yeah, Indonesia. And and wiped out 250,000 people. Yeah. You know, it just, they, the water goes, it's like it disappears. That's the sign that it's coming. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, poof, you're hit. It's gone. So, you know, how do, how do they set this thing up is, is usually where a lot of people want to come from is, you know, well, I'm not part of the Great Reset. Well, you, let, me, let me go. Can I go through some points real quick? Sure. They, they have a way to do it, and they've done it. This, this virus deal has given them the open door, okay? And there's like five steps. I'm going to read them off real quick. You can, you know. I always tell my listeners, if I go too fast, you can always, you know, back up and listen to me again. Mm-hmm. Number one, fear. <laughs> we get people afraid they'll do anything that we want, especially We've... the fear of death. We've seen that. Oh, you know. Big time. Uh, step two is to dehumanize people. Now, you, you kept mentioning that they're trying to wipe out the creator, God, mm-hmm. our God. God Almighty, Adonai, Jehovah, uh, whatever 
name you want to use. We, as Christians, and you and I are, mm-hmm. where I'm not afraid to admit that, we are imagers of God. Right. You know, we are God and we, we are his uh, ambassadors is a word I use. Now, they're trying to dehumanize people, which is take away that image you, you know, with these mask mandates. Mm-hmm. It also demoralizes people to the point where they're, you know, they start shaming each other when they don't wear one. Yep. You know, and of course, there's a virus crisis. Uh, step three is behavior modification. Get people to do, the, just like we we're talking, the mask. It's conditioning now. Conditioning, exactly, exactly. Um, Social distancing comes into the play as well in this great reset of shoving people away. You know, and and when we say you think six feet, but really it's more than that. Mm -hmm. You know, they close churches. They, they, you know, when's last time anybody got to go to a concert Mm -hmm. uh, or? you know, a movie theater or whatever. Everybody's scared to death to do any of these things. You know, they're not right. clean enough. They never were. That's what <laughs> kept us from getting sick was all the junk that was laying around, you know. Um, and then re- they also, this is the big one. And now Gates, Schwab, all these other, you know, globalists, carry, you know, you name it, you claim it, uh, reduce the population. Yeah. They want to reduce the population to a group, and this is their words, of perfect people. Now, people who will do what they want them to do. This sounds very much like what Hitler was doing, in a way. And so, but but I want to ask you the question: What do we say to people who say, "Oh, well, you know, Mike, Tom, this is this is crazy talk. Nobody's trying to depopulate the world." How can we convince people that, hey, this is real stuff. This is not a joke. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not me just making up something because I, I want to, uh, you know, uh, uh, scare people. Or, clicks. Yeah, or get clicks. What do we say? I, I tell them, you know, look, look at their own words. You, you may have to search it out. Now, you and I, we run a podcast. I've, I've mm-hmm. blogged for, you know, I don't know what, five years now. Mm-hmm. And most of my blogs, though, I stuck to biblical uh, teaching, you know, that, right. that, that, that I know. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I expound on a lot of the people I've, I've learned from. But, you know, uh, then into this, we're, we're, in the, we're in a new world. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in a new world. This is 1984, 2021. Uh, basically, we 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 stepped across the line somewhere, and people look—they're listening to uh, the mainstream. Mm-hmm. You need to step away from the mainstream and step out into the what we would have called fringe twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. I call the mainstream now. Right, the it's reverse. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you know, guys like Alex Jones. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he was looked at as a nut job, you know, 15, five years ago. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, the guests that he has now are people who, uh, now some of them are a little fringy yet, you know, cause that, that whatever sells, but you know, he's had people on there like, uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny mm-hmm. who, you know, has told us for months now that, Hey, you know, these vaccines aren't vaccines. They're, they're a control issue. They're, they're, and that's what they are. 
and and before you know now they say two uh but then in the in the future they're going to come back and say oh no you need at least three shots in, in that four and out of every year and what they just come out with that's exactly what they said this five months ago and now they're doing it was it pfizer said that you're going to have to have it yearly they said you have to have a third one yeah and then yearly and, and moderna yeah, just booster Moderna just came out and said the same thing. And then on the other hand, you have Johnson and Johnson, which is interesting. Uh, there's, I don't want to go too far off the rails here, but interestingly, it is being demonized now because people are getting, some people have gotten blood clots from it. Yeah. Who wants to roll that dice, right? Right. Look, uh, and I, and I understand we we do have a, uh, <laughs> we have some rails we want to stay on. Right. But let me say this about Moderna. And in, in my show opening, I have the guy, I have to crank him up a little bit, who runs Moderna, who says, we have hacked the software of life. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a raging statement. They, they, and, they, and there's a, I read something the other day where these guys look at DNA and they look at our genetic makeup as a computer system and they look at the vaccines, oh, well, you know, whatever you want to call the uh, gene therapy or gene Mm -hmm. altering drugs as uh, like the patches, you know, that Mm -hmm. you have to get from Microsoft. You know, we, you and I are using the other guys, so we don't have to worry about patches as often. (laughs) Not that they're a a lot better better. on the, you know, global scene, but you know, when you're, when you're using a computer, you want one that works. That's helpful. But, uh, you know, again, you, you wanted to stay to a, uh, this, you know, the lawlessness. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is the absence of law. Mm -hmm. What these people are doing. They are, they, they, they are not, you know, uh, testing their work to see if it's actually going to work. They just stick it into people and say, okay, drive on. I, I saw a thing where they had people getting the shots and, and they w- make them wait in the parking lot for 15 minutes. And if they have an adverse reaction, hit the horn. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, any, any, anything you introduce into your body can cause adverse reaction. Sure. Sure. But, uh, you know, like I think you want to skew away from that so we can go back to the, uh, the lawlessness is abounding, and you na- you nailed a few of them. Uh, these just the recent stuff that the uh, police officer and she grabbed the wrong thing off of her belt, and she's a twenty year cop. I think it was twenty five. They said, "Yeah, I, I knew it was up there." Twenty five years. She, I thought she maybe she had twenty five weeks. The way that went right, down, but right. you know, uh, I've been around enough police officers uh, in, in the in the recent past here that you, your phaser or what is that no, taser taser phaser <laughs> star phaser. trek not your phaser for stun <laughs> the, the taser is usually right in the front mm-hmm. right little little off to the left or right of your belly button but depending on what uh and you are mm-hmm. and the and your weapon your real weapon is way over here to the side mm-hmm. so how she grabbed the wrong one i don't know you know and anything can happen Sure. In a fluid environment, you know, I can't judge her. I'm not. But, you know, it just, that's a, that was but, a bad one. That They're using this to create and shape the narrative that they want 
because they want people out in the streets fighting against the police because they want to get rid of the police. Everything's an agenda. Everything comes into an agenda. This is what I would encourage people who are listening to do is to look at things through a a bigger magnifying glass and search for what is the real reason that some of these things are happening. Not just, oh, well, a cop shot some, some guy and uh, people are upset about it. No, there's more to it than that. And in most cases, the things that are happening, including the China virus, was yep. done for a reason. That's what unleashed people need to, to wake us. up and see. It was unleashed upon us. I... I can't remember the Bible verse, and I didn't think to look this one up uh, before we got started, but it's it's in uh, one of the books of Chronicles where, and it's just a real short little blurb that says, you know, the sons of Issachar were noble men because they mm-hmm. knew the signs of the time. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, people... I hope there's a lot of you listening, not just because you're listening to us, but because I think we have uh, a Holy Spirit thing moving here. That this is you can't get any more signs of the times than watching Fox News or or Newsmax or even ABC. Mm-hmm. Everything is erupting, and they're on top of that. Volcanoes are erupting. That's, yeah, that's true. I think it was Saint Vincent just had an eruption. Yes, sir. And then they had the one over, was that the one? That's not the one in Iceland, is it? No, that's the one, uh, it's in the Caribbean. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, 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 there's been so many, I haven't I haven't kept up the last couple of days, but I did see that one. You know, but uh, these, uh, you know, racial problems, um, <clears throat> Jesus said in Matthew 24, you know, the in, in the Greek it says ethnos against ethnos, you know, kingdom against kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, promoting it there's a lawlessness behind the scenes and you know we we talked i think last time that you and i were together we 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 did ephesians 6 mm-hmm. where we you know the principalities powers and the rulers of darkness you know uh you can't get any more wide open than that right now and right. people have better learn and understand what those terms mean that, you know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Our, our fight isn't between me and, and some government hack mm-hmm. or, or any, any of that. It's, it's what controls them. Mm-hmm. There is an evil presence controlling these people. And the, you know, the, the only way we deal with that is we, we pray against it. Right. You know, and if you don't pray, you become prey. Now, that's a, then that's a good way to put it. I think I've seen that one before. Yeah, you, you saw that on one of my blogs. Um, <laughs> just to tie this in, uh, I have a verse here in front of me. I do have some notes. First John 3, chapter 3, verse 4 says, everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. So, in essence, you're sinning if you're, you know, being lawless, and you're breaking God's law, and lawlessness, in in essence, is a rejection of God. 
And who is the ultimate modeler of the rejection of God? Satan. And, and one day what's going to happen is this lawlessness will empower the Antichrist, who is called what? The lawless one. And this will usher in the Antichrist's rise to power. Now, that, that's probably a, a deeper subject than I don't want to go into that right now, but we can see that it's related to sin. And I guess the question is, why are we seeing, and obviously we've seen sin since the beginning. I mentioned this in a previous podcast, sin it was mm. in the garden, which was perfect. But that separation between man and God has gone on. But as we near the end on this earth, at least, before we go to be with the Lord, we're going to see an increase in this lawlessness. Second Thessalonians is where you you know you know where I end up a lot. Second uh, Thessalonians two and seven, and I'm reading from King James. It's the only Bible I have here uh, in front of me. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he is taken out of the way. The, the mystery of iniquity or the mystery of basically lawlessness. A lot of times in the uh, New King James, uh, NASB and on down, iniquity gets translated lawlessness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Paul's writing that, you know, uh, 2,000 years ago, practically, and saying the mystery works now. It's already, mm-hmm. at, and, you know, as we know, over time, things just get worse and worse. They never get better. Now, you, you may have that little respite, that little blanket of time, like, you know, people, you know, I remember when Trump got elected, mm-hmm. just to go to him. And trust me, uh, Donald Trump, I like I liked his policies for the most part, but there's a lot about him that, that you know, he's, he, he's just a man. Sure. But man, they put him on that pedestal. And I, mm-hmm. and I said for, and you know it, I told you, and, I, and, and we agree, you know, that there were people that if you looked at your Facebook page or your Twitter, it was Trump, 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 Trump. I said, you, you people had better, these are people in the church, you better quit worrying about Trump mm-hmm. and start getting out on the street and winning people to Christ. That's right. Because you're only going to have a short period of time, four or eight years if you're lucky mm-hmm. or fortunate or blessed whatever word we want to use. And we had four years and now we, I'm telling you the way things are going right now, the lawlessness is wide open. It's wide open. And, and speaking to that, when we look at what's happening now, like I said earlier, it's kind of like the floodgate has been opened and we mm-hmm. look in the past, what, three months to see what our government officials have done and what they want to do and it's like it's like a steamroller. It took four and you know, we had four years of things moving along and you know, a lot of good things happened under Trump. But yeah. they have undone all of it, almost all of it, in a very short span. And the things that they want to do, they just to someone who has uh you know any thought process or critical thinking skills, you look at it and you say, what in the world is wrong with these people? 
they they literally have lost their minds. I believe, I mean, and and yeah, you know, when you when you deal in darkness and look at you know, we you know we can uh, we can go down spiritual rabbit trails all day long, but the these people, the things that they truly promote. And the things that, you know, have come out about them show just how dark their hearts really are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll just stay the ones that are right there on the surface that are easy to see. Abortion. Right. You know, they promote this. Mm-hmm. They call it women's health care. <laughs> but, you know, you're trying to take away women's health care. I always look over at my wife and say, do you feel like you don't have any health care? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's, she's like, she would sit there and shake her head. So I, where, she said, I don't know where these people are coming from. Right. And, and, the, and the fact of the matter is, is, you know, I heard Kamala one day say that uh, her and Joe are both people of faith. Huh. Uh, they're, look. Um, In themselves, maybe. Revelation 9-11 talks about the destroyer mm-hmm. coming out, you know being released from the bottomless pit. And I, I, uh, I did a, a, a podcast the other day, and I think I've written on it back in the back, back in the ways about the destroyer, you know, the, and look mm-hmm. at the, look at what these people are doing, you know, in, in uh, Minneapolis and what they did in Kenosha and what they, mm-hmm. you know, what is Portland? Yeah. You know, it, it's like, there's got to be this dark cloud hanging over these cities constantly of, of evil that, you know, the, 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 uh, the mayors and the, and the council members all just sit back and say, Oh, well, we'll just let, you know, what was it a few years ago that the deal down in Baltimore and the mayor says, well, we'll just let them burn some things. They need to get it out of their system. Hmm. You know, that's what they're doing now. They're just sitting back and, and, letting like say lawlessness abound it's interesting I, uh, I, because in uh, psalm 26 verse 5 it says i hate the assembly of evildoers and i will not sit with the wicked that's a good one. I, it, we look at these things that are happening and again i want to refer back to what we said before this stuff is happening for a reason these government officials and people who go on television and say, oh, they, they're just, you know, they've been oppressed and they are getting, getting it out of their system, like you said, about Baltimore. Um, they want this to happen because I, I really believe that, you know, here we go back to Ephesians 6. If, <laughs> if the battle is a spiritual one, then they are merely working to fulfill Satan's plan, whether it's unwittingly in some cases or in other cases, I believe that they truly are just controlled by demonic forces or, or spirits and they are purposely doing it. But in other cases, they're just stupid. So they are ultimately working to that end, which you know you can look at the Bible and see that it's all been uh, laid out as to how it's going to go. And, you know, quite frankly, for those who are thinking that it's, it's, they're just going to be sucked up out of here into the sky, um, 
you might have another thing coming because from what I see in scripture, ah, there's going to be serious, serious persecution and we're so, starting to see it. The thing of it is, is here in the United States is we look at things and say, you know, there's going to be serious persecution. But when you look in other places, just about anywhere else. Yeah, it's it's already there. Right, right. You know, we're not special. God has made us special mm-hmm. for a period of time. And that was to get the word out. Mm-hmm. But then when we started kicking God out of everything, including the church, oops, Tom's kicking over the sacred cows. <laughs> but it's the truth. I, I just did a thing the other day. And, you know, I'm promoting myself, Mike. Is that okay? I'll allow it. The, 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 the deal is, is, you know, you go to church and you walk out saying, why can't I even come here? Mm-hmm. I'm, I sit there and I don't learn anything. I don't hear anything new. So I do a podcast. I know there's people that want more. Mm-hmm. And the only way you're going to get it is seek out somebody who can do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, not that I know everything. I know very little. You know, I'm not an overly educated guy. But, you know, educated in the, in the scriptures. And, and you, you just, that was, a good, that was a good psalm quote that you had. I really like that. Psalm that, 26, 26 5. 26.5. I'm to write that one down. I'm stealing it from you. Hey, go right ahead. <laughs> the Word of God. Yeah, steal the Word of God from me. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's, there, there's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we have to find a way. The, the only way to break down uh, the evil the darkness, it's always going to be there. We, we can't annihilate it all. That's, that's Jesus's job when he comes. Right. All we can do is occupy is what it says. Occupy, occupy. until he comes. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not the seven mountain guys that say, we're going to take over this and take over that and take over this. And then Jesus can come back because we did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> no, we're going to get persecuted. We're going to get, yeah. we're going to get shredded. Um, Second Timothy three. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you ever use that? Uh, maybe friend? once in a while. Second <laughs> Timothy three verse one: Perilous times shall come. That's true. And a lot of people don't think about. Yeah, you know, we don't use the word perilous very often. You know, it used to be the old back in before both of our times. Actually, the perils of Pauline and all mm-hmm. the guy tying the girl to the railroad tracks and all that kind of thing. But perilous times will come perilous. When you look it up, it means, um, I have it written down uh, because I'm not that swift today. Harsh, savage, fierce. Now, those are Mm -hmm. some pretty Mm -hmm. descriptive words. Harsh times will come. Savage times will come. Fierce. Fierce. When you think fierce, you think the lions and tigers Mm -hmm. and bears, you know. And, and, you know, there's, there's talk, it, like say you get into Revelation and you can get lost for a decade mm-hmm. studying it out. But the things that are, you know, I don't know that we have a decade to, to, to do it, but, you know. Maybe not. I, I don't think so. Um, I think we're, we're, we're barreling down the, towards something big very soon. Yes. Whatever the case may be. 
You know, uh, just want to touch one more time on this, you know, all the riots that are happening, especially in mm-hmm. Minneapolis. When you look at uh, the riot in Ephesus that was in Acts chapter 19, you have rioters and people rioting. They were confused. And like, uh, like a lot of the people I think now, they didn't even know why they were rioting in verse 32. And in their lawlessness, they were ignoring the proper legal channels that they should have been taking, and of course, breaking the law. So you then you have government officials now who are just allowing it to happen and, and refusing to do anything. In, in Romans, here we go, Romans, Romans 13, <laughs> Romans 13 too, the, the, this is not quoting yet, but the rulers in this case, or government officials are God's appointees there to maintain and promote a civil society, right? right. Here's the verse, Romans 13, 2. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. In other words, lawlessness is condemned in Scripture. But you have the government officials who are in essence, promoting it. So they are feeding into people sinning, being lawless, and doing whatever they want. Now, when when the pandemic hit a year ago, mm-hmm. which is not a pandemic, by the way, it's fake. But when this thing happened and they closed churches and all, and, and you would hear church leaders that people trust, mm-hmm. I won't use any names, and even local guys, that would say, well, now the, the governor says we have to close. Here in Ohio, he never said that. Right. He encouraged it. Mm-hmm. Just till we get a grip on this thing and see what it is. But uh, I know a lot of churches that did not close. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they didn't catch any flack here in Ohio. But uh, in other places, they're still, like, closed. In California, you can't meet for anything. Mm-hmm. They tried to meet outside, and they went after them. Right, you know, and and uh, you know, anyway, when a when a leader goes against the law of God, he is no longer under Romans thirteen, in my estimation. Mm. You know, when they start to make laws that are contrary to God's law, you know, that's like saying, um, "Well, you know, they say abortion's okay." I'm I'm going back to that again, right? Mm. Uh, or homosexual marriage is okay. Well, then that, it's, it's okay then. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Because God says it's not. You know, the Romans 13 is the, the go-to thing for everybody that wants to play the, the card of, you know, well, uh, God says we have to listen to what uh, the appointed ones over us say. Uh, did Daniel listen to the appointed ones over him, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? No, because he didn't serve men. He served God. Exactly. Elijah? That's that's exactly what we need to do. The the foundations of of our Christian faith are the New Testament, but the foundations of the New Testament we find in the Old. That's right. We can't throw out the Old Testament regardless of what Andy Stanley says. (laughs) <laughs> poor Andy does anybody listen to him anyway I don't understand uh, yeah I think he's lost a lot over the yeah 
nice. here. But uh, yeah, you know, you cannot do these things, right? You know, like you just said to me, you know, when you want to toss out the Old Testament and say we're a New Testament church, mm-hmm. we don't really go to the Old Testament, then you aren't a church. I where th- did where did all the quotes that Jesus used come from? He didn't really mm-hmm. make up anything new. It was from the he Old reiterated Testament. old. And it's it's interesting because here's the big a big problem is that too many people and too many uh, people who are teaching or preaching make the Bible about us. When in reality, the Bible is one book, not just, it's like, oh, there's the Old Testament, there's the New Testament. It's one book, and every single book points to Jesus Christ, the Lord. Just Tom, Tom, just to, to wrap up here, you know, we talked a lot about lawlessness, and we mentioned the Great Reset in the beginning. Uh just a, you know, do you have a, a final thought if you can sort of tie in how the lawlessness that's happening right now really feeds this great reset and gives them even more reason to do it or more, um, not incentive, this is the word I'm looking for, it's uh, just more uh, reason to say, well, we have to do this because look, we need it. Do you have any thoughts? All I can say is these people in, in in any global aspect, and right now our our government is led by a globalist. His name's mm-hmm. Obama. That's true. It's not Biden. It's not Kamala. Even though they are the same cloth as him, mm-hmm. Obama is telling them what to do. I don't care what anybody says. That's and that's that's not Mike's opinion. That's Tom's opinion. You invited me on. You knew what you were going to get into. <laughs> but, you know, the globalists, and, and it's very, you know, you have to pull the strings a little bit, you know, to, to pick through it and see just how uh, demonic this gets to be. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the whole world lies in the evil one. That's biblical. Right. You know, when people say, well, God's in, you know, I, I wrote a thing out the other day, I'll make it real quick, was I said, you know, when people say, you know, God is my co-pilot, I'm like, no, God, <laughs> if God's your co-pilot, you're in the wrong seat. That is true. God should be your pilot. He's the guy leading you. He's the, he's the God leading you. Uh, you. You are there to do his bidding. And that's what a pilot does. He'll look over at his first officer and say, you know, hit that switch. Right. And, you know, I got some pushback on that. God's not in control or there wouldn't be abortion. There wouldn't be murder and all. I said, no, shut up. Don't, don't even come at me with that. Cause that's ridiculous. I told the guy, I'm not going to argue with you uh, that came at me with that because it, it but like I say, the, the whole world lies in the, in the hands of the evil one. You know, the devil is God's devil. We got to understand that too. Right. He can't do anything that God doesn't allow. And the Bible lays it out. Now, how do we how do we deal with it? You know, all we can do is educate people as much as we can. That's right. You know, whether it be face to face through a podcast, through a blog post, through a, a Facebook me we or whatever post. You know, just get the word into people's hands as much as we can, and and right. tell them, look, you know, 
this is coming. It's here. You can't get away from it at this point because it is here. They've already started the reset. Yes. You know, that's the thing. It's not, it's not a coming thing. It's already been done. It's just getting in all the pieces enacted and put into place. What do we do? We pray. We, we engage ourselves in the community as much as we can get engaged in politics. You know, if it, even if it's a school board or whatever else, mm -hmm. as much as we can, that's all we can do. I have a, I have a verse. Amos, another one, Amos. I like mm -hmm. Amos eight eleven. And here's our problem. Here's our problem. Church, wake up. That's not the verse. That's me talking. Church, wake up. Behold, the days come saith the Lord God that I, this is God saying this, I will send a famine in the land and a famine not of bread nor a thirst for water, but for hearing the words of the Lord. Hmm. Hmm. That's already happened. Big time. That happened before. That happened in Amos's day. It's happening again. See, prophecies reoccur. You know, they don't happen once and that's it. Mm-hmm. They are a reoccurring thing. They're on a they're on that treadmill kind of thing. They come back around, and every time they come back, they come back stronger, more in force. And you know, God says, "I will send a famine of hearing the word," hmm. just like the one that says, "You know, I will send them a strong delusion so that they will believe a lie." Unfortunately, we have a lot of people, Mike that fall under that category today. That unfortunately is happening. Yep. And I think Tom that, you know, to wrap this thing up, the only way that we can combat all this stuff besides prayer is we have to know what the word of God says. Oh yeah. We have to know it inside and out. We can't rely on somebody to tell us what it says and just believe them as if, oh, well, uh, I put in my 30 minutes at church, and now I've, I'm good. We can't do that. We have to study to show ourselves approved. I think you like that, that verse. So that we know what to expect. We won't sit in fear. We won't be worrying because we know where our eternal destination is. Tom. A workman not, a workman not ashamed rightly dividing the word of God. Absolutely. That's the fast back end of that verse that you brought up. So Tom, tell, tell everybody where they can find you and removing confusion podcast. Well, like Mike said earlier, uh, removing confusion. That's what I try to do. The most I can is not confuse people more, but remove it. Uh, it's on anchor. You can find us on uh, iTunes. You can look that up under my name, Tom Richardson, T-H-O-M, uh, Richardson, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-O-N. Uh, it's on everything that, that uh, Anchor shares it out to. You can find me on Facebook yet for a period of time undisclosed <laughs> yet. Uh, I do have a Twitter. Twitter is under removing confusion. Uh, me, we's under my name, Tom Richardson. Uh, I share my podcast whenever I drop one, I put it out there. Um, there's also a blog that I, I, I do every once in a while. It's land of confusion at wordpress.com. 
All right, Tom, thank you so much for being with us. You know, my wife told me not to to apologize for going long. Uh, nope. we, we did go a little bit long today, but that's okay because I think the things that we discussed were uh, very important. But Tom, I want to thank you for coming on today with us to talk a little bit about this craziness in this world, this upside down world. Uh, Anytime. All right. That's it for today. We, uh, we addressed some things, you know, this great reset, it's happening. The lawlessness all around us. Brothers and sisters, if you're listening to me out there, just remember that God sits on the throne. He's in control, but we have to do our part. We have to be obedient to his word. We have to know what it says, and we need to take it out into all the world so that people who don't know him can learn who he is and be saved. This is the Removing Confusion. This is not the Removing Confusion podcast. (laughs) Come on. This is the World Turned Upside Down podcast. For my guest, Tom Richardson, this is Mike Lyons. Until next time, see you later.